What's up, everyone from all around the world, including Canada, USA, Long Island, plus the five boroughs of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens. I'm here to guide and help you about Anchor. Anchor is a free hosting site and phone app, which is owned by Spotify. It's the easiest, awesome way to make a podcast. Why are you wasting your money paying for a hosting site to promote your podcast with limited storages? Forget about it. Let me break it down to you. There's creation tools that allow you to record, edit, monetize, add music, intros, music outros, especially distribute your podcast to streaming platforms, uploading episodes with limited storages of your podcast right from your phones, computers, laptops, and tablets. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Plus, you get paid some money in your pocket from sponsorships. Excellent. These are the keys you need to make a podcast, including the listeners supporting your show. That way, you can listen to the episodes of my show, Off the Meat Rack Chain's New York podcast, the unfiltered comedy entertainment show about the stories mixed with entertainment news, music, real life segments, and much more. Now. Where can you find, follow, and listen to the show, you ask? You can follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram, all in one word, off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast. Alongside with my other show, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, and my primary handle, G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. Now, the streaming platforms goes like this. We are on Anchor. Audio Burst, Breaker, Podorama, Listen Notes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, Podchaser, Pocket Cast, Podcast Addict, Player FM, TuneIn, Reason FM. We are on Podfriend, Podorama, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. If you have a dream of creating and becoming a podcaster like myself and individual friends that is co-hosting with me, go download the free Anchor app or you can check out anchor.fm to get started. Take advantage of the opportunity that's thrown in your face. If I could do it and reach success, so can you. I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you for listening. Let's go.
Hey, hey, good evening, USA, International, Canada, Long Island, aka Strong Island, plus the five spots of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens. This is your man, G Money Stacks, aka the Greginator, YouTuber, host with the most, misunderstood, lonely nomad, unstoppable independent podcaster, and rookie podcaster of Queen of Laurelton, Queens, New York. And you're rocking and listening and and hanging with the 176th episode of Off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast. A space for comedy involving various topics in, in entertainment news. There's music, there's real life stuff. There's also there's also a little mental health and a little bit of um a little bit of mass transit and everything else now as you may know this podcast has been um getting closer to the 200 episodes so um i'm actually going to be having like some some guest co-host hopefully when depending on their schedule hopefully they'll be able to to do this we got some topics in episode 200 to actually talk about and of course, it involves Kanye West and how many particular um, companies are just cutting ties with his ass. So you might want to stick around for that one right there, though. So, so in the meantime, um, we're live and direct from Streamyard and alongside with YouTube and alongside with my um, myself is the Instagram live feed. Make sure you turn on your notifications so you can. Be reminded of when each episode is going to be dropping. As I said, it's Mondays, two no Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. All right. Um. And speaking speaking of YouTube, you're new to the channel. You miss any previous episodes, whether whether you are a new listen a new listener, a new watcher from the YouTube universe. Don't worry, everything is uploaded to the YouTube channel page of G Money Stacks 555 is where you can grab that subscribe button for me and tap that noni noni bell so you can be reminded when the show goes in the air via live stream. I do apologize for not recording um yesterday. I was um my phone wasn't wasn't at 100 so it took some time i wasn't able to make it so um i'm i'd rather i'd rather give it to you today so i could post this tomorrow so you know what i mean so in the meantime um as i was saying before the comments along with the along with the episodes and topics that's being discussed more video content upcoming episodes previous episodes with with um new topics of course and of course tell a friend to another friend and of course be sure to you know download these episodes listen and stream and and catch up on the episodes in case you miss any of them now um now for the most part let's get to let's get to um let's get to this right here the new york mass transit files um all right let's do this
Okay, we got some stuff to talk about in transit, starting with the Queen's bus redesign. All right, so here's what's happening. So the final plan for the Queen's bus network redesign will be released next year, according to MTA officials. MTA planners will incorporate feedback they collected from the public in 40 sessions over the past months for the overhaul of the world's borough's sprawling bus system. The teams um, will spend the next several months incorporating stakeholder input, revising our proposals and preparing draft schedules. We expect the proposal um, final plan will be published in 2023, read MTA documents published ahead of this week's monthly board meetings. The agency unveiled a draft plan in late March for the massive update, aiming to make buses faster and more straightforward than in the current network, which officials called a confusing lady rent, tracing bygone trolleys and competing private bus companies that predate the MTA. The new proposal itself reworked from a previous 20 draft the MTA shelled during COVID, increases the total number of routines from 82 to 85, including 20 new ones and 11 that will be considered into other new or existing lines. The agency pl plans to space stops further apart in order to speed up travel times, which will lead to a net loss of 1,685 stations, or about 34 of the network. Sorry about that. Yeah, um, okay. Each eliminated stop cuts travel times by about 20 seconds, according to transit officials. Distance between stops will grow from about 850 feet on average to around 1,400. In effect, buses won't stop at every other block or so as is currently the case, but they will travel faster thanks to the spacing, which MTA dubs bus stopping balancing. A transit booster lauded the MTA for setting a cleaner timeline for the Queen's re redesign, but called on the agency to step on it. The longer we're waiting for the redesign, the longer we're waiting for a faster and more reliable service. That's the bottom line, said Danny Perlstein, the, the advocacy group Riders Alliance. Um... Part of that work certainly involves listening to riders and visiting individual communities. And of course, that takes time, said Pearlstein. But the longer the riders have to wait, the worse service people have to endure in the meantime. And, and the clock for the final redesign should be ticking. Yeah, ticking. Um, the MTA restarted its borough by borough bus network redesigns in August 2021 after after a nearly year and a half pandemic pause, beginning with the Bronx, where new routes took effect in June. Staten Island's express bus network was the first to get 
an upgrade back in 2018 uh, under the other than New York City Transit President Andy Byford, who spearheaded plans to modernize the Big Apple's public transportation system. Transit officials plan to release a long-awaited draft redesign plan for um, Brooklyn by the end of the year. The MTA won't be done with all the boroughs until 2026, five years later than officials had originally expected, blaming the COVID outbreak for the setback. Recent citywide bus speeds averaged 8.2 miles per hour in July and August, um, 1%, faster than pre-slandemic levels, according to the latest stats in the MTA board documents. Brooklyn and Queens had the worst rate of trips ran, that ran within five minutes on schedule, and transit leaders hope that an additional 300 buses equipped with cameras to catch uh, scofflaw drivers blocking bus lanes will help speed up the people movers. Bus lane enforcement is mission critical to improve journey times and bring bus riders back to the system. Yeah. Of course, read the board books, of course. Um, in other transit news, um, NCAA decides to do a pilot about baby strollers. Remember, I previously talked about a, a particular passenger who was a mother who, who was upset in terms of the MTA bus operator who won't let the uh, the person on the bus in terms of the baby stroller. Like, it, like, it's crazy to me. So here's what's going on here. So the MTA is taking its first steps to make riding its buses easier for parents. Transit officials will test allowing unfolded, unfolded strollers on seven bus routes in the five boroughs starting this week. Authority leaders announced the six-month pilot, which was um, first reported by news site, the city will have dedicated spaces for the baby carriages on the selected selected routes without moving space currently reserved for riders with disabilities. The change comes after an organized push by parents for the MTA to relax its blanket ban on unfolded prams aboard its buses. When I first arrived, I said, we need to try a stroller policy that works for customers and it can't take years. We need it now, said the said New York City Transit President Richard Davey in a statement Friday. Um, the routine, the routes include the M31 from Midtown West to the Upper East Side, the B1 from Bay Ridge to Manhattan Beach in Southern Brooklyn. The Q12 from Flushing to Little Neck in Queens. The Q50 from Flushing to Co-op City in the Bronx. The BX30, excuse me, the BX23 also in Co-op City. And the S53 and S93 between Staten Island and Brooklyn. Starting this week, transit workers will carve out a new space for one, one open stroller on buses along those routes, which will cover 142 buses by early October. Depending on the vehicle model, 
the MCA will either remove seats next to the rear door or flip up two side-by-side -side seats to create the new space. In either case, the area is completely separate from existing priority seating for riders with disabilities, according to officials. The buses will have a stroller decal on the, on the outside near the rear door and at the new storage area inside. On other routes, the old rules still apply and strap hangers have to fold up their carriages to board. Yeah. The move comes nearly six months after MTA leaders convened a working group of parents, caregivers, accessibility advocates, and operators to take a fresh look at the agency's strict policy. Caregivers who, get, who use strollers, many of whom rely on transit to get around our city with their children, have been heard, said Christine um, Serginian Yearwood the founder and CEO of the parent advocacy organization, Upstand. In February, parents launched an organized push to get transit leaders to, and um, hold on a second, transit leaders to change their rules, testifying at the NCA's uh, um, monthly board meetings demanding that date that they ease the ban with some calling it a total nightmare and insane for people transporting young kids moms detailed their experiences of struggling to collapse the carriages while getting onto crowded buses and holding their young ones at the same time transit agencies in other cities like chicago washington dc and dallas allowed allow unfolded strollers on buses as long as there's enough room for other passengers and depending on the cart size. But MTA leaders worried that the strollers would take up too much space and could be a safety hazard during sudden stops because they aren't fastened in place. Disability advocates also filed back raising concerns that the MTA Take, take away their rights for space on the bus. One East Side mom who sat on the advisory panel praised the MCA for quickly responding to parents' demands and working with different groups on launching the new effort. But she said that officials should expand the program. I will give a lot of props to the MCA. They really reacted in lightning speed to this, said Danielle um, Avisar. This is a step in the right direction. I don't think that it's quite enough of what New York City needs, but time will tell and we'll see how this rolls out, said Avisar. This problem will never go away for New York. My kid will walk, but there'll be a mother behind me and a, and a mother behind her. Well, that's pretty tough, man. So that's pretty tough right there. Um, <clears throat> I have to say that's it's it's a it's a damn shame that you have parents who are struggling to get on the bus. As far as like they have to fold the, the strollers, it's crazy. I hope they I hope they reconsider the the stroller ban. I hope they reconsider that shit because I don't think they I don't think women could actually 
take this. So, you know what I'm saying? So I'm glad that they actually, you know, you know, change their minds. Hopefully it, it actually, it actually goes well. So let's, <laughs> um, let's get into, let me see, let me see, let me see. Um, okay. Let's get into a little thing that I like to call chatting all the jazz right here. Let's do this. And um, let's get into a little bit of um. Hold on, let's get into a little bit of um. Where is it? Let's see. All right. Um. Wait, Nicki Minaj. Hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me make sure I get. Okay, wait. Um. All right. So Nicki Minaj, it is. Here we go. Um. Okay. So. Nikki just tweeted about the lawsuit, making it clear she isn't playing around and will take over the blog's talking smack. And she says on Twitter, now let's hope the people you you guys are doing all this dirty work for love you enough to hire top-notch lawyers for you and to pay your bills. Once I own your blogs, your shows, those IG pages y'all try to protect so bad couple artists in the photo too i'll own your publishing duds <laughs> damn Nicki minaj is making one thing very clear she and her legal team won't put put up with social media accounts making wild statements about her and now she's filed a lawsuit according to legal docs obtained by D, by tmz Nicki claims a woman named Molly Green, who goes by the social media persona Nosy Heux, posted a video Monday talking about Nikki in which she allegedly said Nikki is shoving all this cocaine, shoving in all this cocaine up her nose. Allegedly. Yeah, thank you, allegedly. But we all know it's true. Fuck. Listen, I can't even say allegedly with that because I, we all know it's true. I'm not saying allegedly on that. Nicki Minaj is a cokehead. Okay, that's 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 kind of low on so many levels. Not only that, but Nicki claims Green has also made vile comments about her one-year-old son calling Nicki's entire bloodline disgusting and saying Nicki needs to get her son in therapy because your baby is going to be a rapist too. While legal docs, while the legal docs call Green a nobody and someone who, whose main accomplishments in life have been a string of criminal charges bail jumping and bad debts they acknowledge her social media posts have still gained some traction and the possibility people could believe what she says 
Nikki's attorney, Judd Burstein, states the cokehead video on Twitter garnered more than 2,000 likes and more than 250 retweets, spanning a significant audience. Nikki's going after nosy Heox for defamation, claiming she's never used cocaine and wants a jury to decide damages of no less than $75,000. Burstein tells us when this case is over, she will no longer be permitted to use the name Nosy Heox because we will take her trademark from her when she does not have enough money to pay the judgment. Anyone else who spreads lies about Nikki will suffer the similar fate. Um, he continues my, my marching. Orders are to aggressively sue anyone with a media or social media following who damages her with intentional lies. Eventually, the lesson will be learned. Oh, man. Yeah, hopefully, 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 Nikki wins that lawsuit. Speaking of Twitter, speaking of Twitter, now, I know many of you probably been making probably heard about Haley Bailey, right? Um, <clears throat> so here's what's happening here. So, um, so after a lot, so this is according to Cinema Bland. Some Twitter users are dragging the original Little Mermaid actress after first trailer for a live action film drops. So let's see. Um, the wait has been long, but we finally got a look at the live action The Little Mermaid in the form of its first trailer, featuring lead actress Haley Bailey, um, which is which is Chloe Bailey's sister. For those of you who may not know, um, they both were in the TV show Grownish. After initially being the target of racist backlash for her Disney casting, the young star is now getting some major praise for her performance of a classic Little Mermaid song that's featured in the trailer. Unfortunately, on the heels of the trailer drop, some of her Twitter using fans are going as far to drag the original Ariel actress. My question about that is, hold on a second. My question about that is, that's crazy, man. Like, seriously, that's just fucking ridiculous, man. Anyway, man, I was actually talking to someone from Pogacha who's also a podcaster. And basically, um, she and I had to, actually had to have to agree with her on, on this case because... Well, it's like this, though, man. I mean, you know, I mean, The Little Mermaid has been remade a couple of times, but, I mean, because Disney has it right now, um, you know, we'll see how she, how Haley Bailey um, um, portrays Ariel in the live-action movie, which is coming out in um, next year. Um, anyway, given the backlash that stemmed from her Haley Bailey's casting as Ariel back in 2019. It's nice to see that she's getting the recognition she deserve. She deserves. However, I'm not sure many would have thought that the Twitter users, given the young star, um, would criticize Jody Benson 
one viral example is the Twitter post below, in which a fan places the two mermaids side by side and compares Grammys. Well, <clears throat> okay, first of all, that's a cartoon, number one. Number two, number two, this is a live action movie, all right? It's no different, you know what I'm saying? So, it's no different. I don't understand, you know, I really don't understand why to this to this day in society and mankind that you that you have to judge somebody based on based on their complexion just to get a role in a movie or tv show like seriously this shit has to stop man for real that shit has to stop for real <clears throat> anyway um However, the information in the post is widely exaggerated and just plain inaccurate. Chloe and Haley alum does, in fact, have five Grammy nominations, um, but she has yet to secure a win. The pollster claims Haley has 32 Grammys and that the original Disney film has zero. It's important to note, though, that while Jody Benson does not have any of those awards herself the original film did win one of the coveted awards and was nominated for two others it may be that the person who posted this has some wishful thinking that Haley will finally secure the trophy after the release of her live action disney flick one fan of the little mermaid did manage to send her compliments to Haley bailey without downing um jody benson they posted one of the f most iconic scenes from the 1989 animated flick and said that they can't wait to see Bailey recreate it. Of course, um, and um, and <laughs> I can't believe the Twitter the Twitter handle is Macbeth Knight. <laughs> Macbeth. Oh shit. Oh no, I don't like that name. I really don't. <laughs> Here's what Macbeth's knife says on Twitter. I just imagine Haley recreating this, and yeah, they are gonna have to sedate me in the theater. <laughs> yeah, right. While that fan may technically have complimentary thoughts for both Little Mermaid actresses, the same can't be said for all of the fans responding to the tweet. In fact, fans are going in pretty hard on Jody Benson for singing, for her singing in, in the shared clip. One fan calling her singing unimpressive in a responding tweet. Here's, why, here's what the fans says exactly. So... Hold on a minute here. Um, of course, Haley gonna Haley gonna eat this, um, because Y area is a little flat. Wow. Another Twitter another Twitter user responded to the same clip of the original Ariel in a similar fashion, putting down Jody Benson and her voice. Here is what the Twitter user said in their tweet which was followed by two crying emojis. Why are we listening to fucking black Twitter, man? 
last time I checked, Black Twitter don't really have the fucking facts, man. Like, stop listening to Black Twitter, folks. For real, though, man. <laughs> For real, though. Seriously. Like, like, cut it out, man. For real. That voice act- that voice actress struggled with those notes. <laughs> oh, man. That's foul, man. It's worth noting, though, that for every negative comment about the OG Disney star's work as the original voice of Ariel, there are probably 20 that are complimentary to both her and Haley Bailey. Um, in fact, one Twitter user responded to one of the negative comments with an aggressive message of, of love for both actresses calling out those who would put down one actress to uplift the other here is what was said in the passionate tweet exactly so all right so nah what are we what are what we are not going to do is put down the iconic jody benson to uplift Haley. they are they are both extraordinarily talented and jody is ariel fuck off Despite fans being willing to pick sides when it comes to the two aerials and bicker amongst themselves, it doesn't seem to be a competition at all between Haley Bailey and Jody Benson. Benson has expressed her full support of Bailey, so I so I'd be shocked if Bailey ever had anything negative to say about her predecessor. While we won't be going under the sea with Haley Bailey as Ariel until the Little Mermaid live action remake opens in theaters on May 26th, um, 2023. So mark your calendars, folks. May 26th, 2023. There are plenty of upcoming Disney films to, to look out to look forward to in the meantime. So there you have it, though, man. Look, look, look. I Look, I say she's. I say Haley's gonna nail this this role, man. For real, for real. Regardless, though, man. Like seriously, like, why are we? Why is Black Twitter trying to bring down Haley? Haley, um, Bailey for being in the role of Ariel compared to the original. Like seriously. Look, this look, there's different characteristics between Jody Benson and Haley Bailey. This they're two different characteristics and it's two different talents, man. It's not about it's not about fucking um skin complexion, people. Like seriously, y'all gotta stop using that shit as an excuse, man. Seriously. I'm not kidding. Like you, you hear this for years. For years. About you hear this for years, man. It's just, it's just beyond, it's just beyond draining and tiring. Like, like seriously, something has to fucking change. Real shit, though, man. Something's gotta change, though, man. And let's make some noise for Haley Bailey for having the role of Ariel in the live action The Little Mermaid, which comes out May, May of 2023 of next year man so mark your calendars all right here it is let's make some noise all right
All right. Um. <laughs> okay. Many people are making a big deal off of the iPhone. Um, the iPhone 14, which I will get to, is. <laughs> I'm not really an iPhone person per se, but you know it is what it is. But <laughs> anyway, man. Um, let's give you the breakdown on the iPhone 14. So the iPhone 14 looks identical to the iPhone 13, but there's a new 6.7-inch model called the iPhone 14 Plus. Under the hood, improvements um, include 6 gigabytes of RAM, a 5-core GPU, um, Bluetooth 5.3, um, and multiple camera updates. Um color options have been updated with with uh, red blue purple midnight and starlight i suppose um they mean midnight blue so 6.1 inch and 6.7 inch display sizes emergency sos via satellite lightning port and notch remain no sim tray in the united states a15 predecessor with five core gpu apple announced the iphone 14 um and iphone 14 plus during the fallout apple event on september 7 2022 these devices could easily be mistaken for their predecessors minus the larger 6.7 inch model um, despite minimal external updates, Apple pushed these base models forward with several user-facing updates and quality of life improvements. The iPhone 14 Pro lineup saw more significant changes that widened the gap between Pro and base models. But customers have a clear um, through line for features and prices from top to bottom. Um, wireless carriers are offering incentives on app, Apple's iPhone 14 line bringing the cost down to free in some instances. Of course, you can see each carrier for terms and conditions pertaining to its offers. So here are the iPhone 14 features. Um, Apple has continued the, the approach of offering identical feature um, sets across um, models in in the same device class. Therefore, there are no exclusive features for the larger iPhone 14 plus um, besides the display size and battery life. K keynote that there isn't an iPhone mini in the in this generation. The 5.4 inch display size was eliminated in favor of the larger 6.7 inch model allegedly due to a lack of demand for smaller iPhones hmm yeah design besides some some slight color changes the iPhone 14 looks nearly identical to the iPhone 13 it replaces the notch diagonal rear camera system and aluminum um chassis are the same 
the 6.1 inch super retina xdr display is 460 on triple pi the bigger iphone 14 plus is a new model but takes on all aspects of the smaller version including the same size camera bump it uses a 6.7 inch super retina xdr display at 458 double pi um however it does not have promotion like the pro model size it is um emulating like the like the iphone 13 the displays support hdr true tone and have a p3 color um, gamut the old led offers a 2 million to 1 contrast ratio and 800 nits of brightness in normal use <clears throat> the only notable um design alteration alteration is the lack of a sim card tray in the us version of the devices apple has gone all in on e-sim support so users won't have to bottle bottle with physical um cards anymore now we go to the cameras apple updated the newly dubbed main camera formerly um referred to as the wide camera with a larger 12 mp sensor with a wider f slash 1.5 aperture this enables higher quality photos and faster low light performance apple clocks this at a 49 percent improvement in low light the ultra wide camera is unchanged and there was no mention of the macro photography feature coming to non-pro phones apple would need to add autofocus to ultra wide camera to enable the feature um the selfie on um, camera is improved with an f um 1.9 aperture and autofocus when combined with the depth sensors used for face id the selfie camera can take better photos faster also improvements in the chipset enable 4k recording when using cin cinematic mode using no excuse me users can set um three fps or 24 fps and take advantage of the better camera performance emergency sos via satellite apple developed special antennas and equipment so the latest iphones could connect to a satellite miles above the, the earth's surface without a giant antenna module this system is meant primarily for emergency purposes with a clear view of the sky or below life foliage a user can activate emergency sos via satellite to send out a distress signal the device will walk the user through prompts to ensure communication is kept short while being detailed ui is you are on the <clears throat> on the display will show um the user which direction to point the iPhone to get the best signal from the satellite. 
messages sent using this method can take anywhere from 15 seconds to several minutes to relay. There's a non-emergency use for this as well. If a user wants to update friends or family on their location in the wilderness, the iPhone can use a satellite signal to relay that location data. Okay, so we have crash detection. Uh, crash detection, the iPhone 14 lineup. Of course, this includes the Apple Watch Series 8, second generation Apple Watch 8, Apple Watch SE, excuse me, um, and Apple Watch Ultra. <clears throat> The purpose-built sensors and algorithms for crash detection. If the user is in a severe car crash, the you excuse me, the iPhone or Apple Watch will contact emergency services. And um, if both services are present, they will work in tandem to determine if a crash has occurred. The technology isn't foolproof, however, and can be triggered by non-crash events like. The roller coaster, like some roller coasters. Crash detections utilize an upgraded high dynamic uh, range um, gyroscope, high G force accelerometer, barometer, GPS, microphone, and advanced motion algorithms to determine if a severe crash occurred. Apple designed the algorithm to detect from impacts, side impacts, rear and collisions and rollovers if the user doesn't dismiss the alert in 10 seconds another 10 seconds timer another 10 second timer starts after that emergency services are con con contacted excuse me an automated message with an estimated location and search radius will be displayed to the emergency services on a loop. Each re replay will play back quieter to give the user a chance to speak to emergency services and a button can be pressed to stop the recorded playback. playback. After hanging up with emergency services, a call will be placed to emergency contacts. A 10-second timer will um, appear that can be dismissed before the call goes out. Minor collisions will not trigger crash detection. The, the accelerometer can detect up to 256 gigabytes of force, and it uses the data collected from other sensors to determine if a crash occurred. Some users have reported false crashes that have been detected on roller coasters, but the results are varied. Apple says that there isn't a silver bullet description that nails down exactly when crash detection activates since the algorithm has so many factors. Okay, supports and battery life. The lightning port remains even as rumors point to USB-C in the 2023 iPhone 15. Damn, already? Speculation has suggested Apple might move to a 30W fast charging speed, but Apple kept it at 20W. Apple claims the battery life has improved, placing the smallest 6.1-inch um iphone at 20 hours during normal use the iphone 14 plus can last up to 26 hours both models have fast charge support officially rated at 20w so plug the iphone into 
a 20W charger and get a 50% charge in about 30 minutes. Hmm. That sounds pretty interesting. MagSafe accessories and charging are also supported with no change over previous generations. Processor, biometrics, and wireless. Apple reserved the latest A16 Bionic for the iPhone 14 Pro lineup, leaving the iPhone 14 with the A15 Bionic. This isn't the same processor used by the iPhone 13. Instead, it is the iPhone 13 Pro's version. It has a it has a five core GPU, enabling improved processing in some apps and some across the system. This updated processor is also why the iPhone 14 gets access to the updated 4K cinematic mode. As for the Face ID, hasn't been updated and still lives behind the same size notch as iphone 13. however thanks to ios 16 users can unlock their iphone 14 in portrait or landscape orientation wi-fi connectivity 5g and the u1 were not updated for the iphone 14 lineup however apple did include the newer bluetooth 5 Point three spec. The AirPods Pro 2 also use Bluetooth 5.3, but no information was provided to explain the, the benefits of this newer standard. The iPhone 14 is a solid flagship phone with a decent mix of features for the price. However, existing iPhone models make it a hard compare. The camera system has some small improvements but the overall photo quality is about the same the selfie camera is better too but only just crash detection will surely be um another feature we hear testimonies about on a regular basis the high dynamic range gyroscope and dual core accelerometer sense up to 256 gigabytes of force to determine if a crash has occurred. Apple also included the new SOS via satellite feature for contacting emergency services without cell signal, while very few users will ever need to use it, knowing it is there for that rare case provides some peace of mind. Apple reused the A15 Bionic found in iPhone 13 Pro for the base model iPhone 14 models. It is an increase in performance year over year, but only just. Anyone upgrading from an iPhone 13 won't find any reason to buy this device. It is a good product, but there are plenty of competitive options from Apple within striking distance. Yes, this is a um, review. Yes, this is a review of the iPhone 14. So, yes. So, there it is. Um, Wait. Just a moment. Yeah. Yes. So, 
Um, iPhone 14 Plus review. Apple replaced the iPhone mini with a 6.7 inch iPhone Plus, which was the best decision made in this product cycle. It offers a large screen upgrade option for people who don't want to pay a pro premium. There, there's not a lot of this, there's not a lot to distinguish the iPhone 14 plus design beyond the larger display paired with a small camera bump. It has a bigger battery, which translates to excellent battery life, but most every other spec is borrowed from the standard model. The return of the A15 Bionic is less notable in the larger um, iPhone since it scored identical to the base model. Um, okay, hold on, folks. I need to, I'll be back. <clears throat> Sorry about that. I had to use the bathroom. Um. Anyway, where was I? <clears throat> okay. So let's see the. Uh... All right. So the. Uh... Let me see. Where was I? It. All right. So. It's a bigger battery. It has a bigger battery life, which translates to excellent battery life, but. Most every other spec is borrowed from the standard model. The return of the A15 Bionic is less notable in the larger iPhone since it scored nearly identical to the base model. Benchmarks show that despite using the year-old processor, Apple is ahead of the game in performance and graphics. Um... The camera system doesn't offer any surprises. The main camera got a larger sensor, and when 
combined with the photonic engine translates to a 49% low light performance improvement. Other camera improvements include cinematic mode at 4K, 30 FPS, and action mode. Um, The selfie camera also saw some improvements thanks to a better F19 aperture. It also gains the other new capabilities like the photonic engine. Crash detection, crash detection, emergency SOS via satellite, Bluetooth 5.3, and 5G are all in- included. These upgrades are featured are identical to the um, other iPhone 14 models, so it doesn't bear repeating here. <clears throat> there isn't much to say differently about a larger iPhone that has identical features to its counterpart. The products are so similar that it comes down to user preference on which they choose. Of course, there's previous rumors. The rumor cycle for iPhone 14 started early, just days before Apple announced the iPhone 13 lineup. Of course, John Proser shared an image of the 2022 iPhone. However, this image was a far cry from what was ultimately announced. There was just too many technological advancements that would be needed for it to be possible. Um, The alleged design showed that that the camera bump was gone. A single camera cutout had replaced the notch and the sides resembled an iPhone 4. After this render made the rounds for a couple of weeks, more realistic rumors appeared um apple would retain the iphone 13 design keep the the notch and even offer the same processor in its next device very little was shared about what would actually change in the base models just that apple would abandon the mini size for a max or plus with a 6.7 inch display Ultimately, Apple learned on camera improvements, satellite communications, and crash detection as new tent poles on features. Features, big changes are expected for iPhone 15 too, namely adding a USB port. Excuse me, USB-C port. Um, but only time will tell. Of course, iPhone 14 pricing and release. Um. Both models are available in blue, purple, midnight, starlight, and of course red. Storage can be configured to 128 to 256 gigabytes or 512 gigabytes. The iPhone 14 starts at $799. Wow. And began shipping to customers on September 16, 2022. The iPhone 14 Plus starts at $899, which is actually $900, which is a lot of money right here. That's crazy right there. Um, That's crazy right there. I hope, hope everybody, um, I hope everybody waited till the price went down because I wouldn't be wasting $700 to $800 to $900 on the phone. That's just, that's just ridiculous right there, man. I mean, listen, I mean, it is a good product, but it's still highway robbery. 
<laughs> yeah, you know, I remember I remember um years ago when everybody was waiting on on a long ass line by Fifth Avenue to the Apple store. And I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me, man. You mean to tell me that you slept in the street all night long to fucking get the new latest iPhone model? You got to be fucking kidding me, man. That that's crazy. That's crazy right there, man. And I don't usually talk about this, but this is something that will never be forgotten. <laughs> Can you imagine if a lot of people were staying in line for the iPhone 15 on a long ass line and they slept outside for maybe one or, one or three days on Fifth Avenue <laughs> in Manhattan, New York? Come on, son. <laughs> that is not gonna that is, yo that's not gonna sit well with everybody though man <laughs> oh my gosh man <laughs> this is ridiculous man i swear i swear people people want some shit man oh my gosh man so let's talk the fda for a second man they want to change the definition of healthy, right? Yes, they want to change the, the, the yes, they want to change it. But going on here in in this in this topic right here. Okay, so this is from foodandwine.com and here's what's going on. Breakfast may be known as the most important meal of the day, which is true, but from piles of bacon to boxes of donuts it's often not necessarily the healthiest one many cereal brands aren't any better it's probably safe to say none no one has dug out the marshmallows from their lucky charms and con congratulated themselves on a well-balanced meal but the fda is currently looking to change its official definition of healthy and if they do, a number of popular cereals will reportedly no longer make the cut. Late last month, the FDA announced a proposed change to the qualifications foods must meet to label themselves as healthy, a term first defined by the agency in 1994. The FDA explained that the proposed new rules are intended to better account for how all the nutrients in various food groups contribute and may work um, synergistically to create healthy dietary patterns and improve health as opposed to the current definition, which is based solely on individual in nutrients. Excuse me. Under the proposed definition, the FDA wrote, end quote, more than more foods that are part of a healthy dietary pattern and recommended by the dietary guidelines would be eligible to use the chain the, the, excuse me use the claim on their labeling including nuts and seeds high fat fish such as salmon certain oils and water however the mta admits the changes could also force some foods to drop their healthy claims and one example the agency has tossed around multiple times is breakfast cereal in large 
part due to the proposed definitions increased emphasis on added sugars. The current definition permits manufacturers to use the claim healthy on some foods that based on the most up-to-date nutrition science and federal dietary guidance contain levels of nutrients that would not not help consumers maintain healthy dietary practices uh the proposed rule states thus we believe that the healthy claim definition needs to be updated in order to ensure that products bearing bearing the claim are the products that may help consumers maintain healthy dietary practices serious are were also mentioned in the fda's announcement of the proposed rule change as an example of a food that would have a adhere to specific limits for certain nutrients such as saturated fat sodium and added sugars the agency continues a cereal would need to maintain need to contain three three fourth um ounces of whole grains and contain no more than one gram of saturated fat two 30 milligrams of sodium and 2.5 grams of added sugars as cnbc pointed out yesterday plenty of well-known cereals wouldn't fit the criteria the network specifically named raisin brand of course, nine grams of added sugar. Honey Nut Cheerios, um, damn, 12 grams of added sugar. Cornflakes, I hate it, and I don't want to end up revisiting the fucking, um, you know, cornflakes with water again. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to revisit that. That shit is nasty. <laughs> um, oh my gosh, man. Um, <laughs> honey bunches of oats, eight grams of added sugar, frosted mini wheats, 12 grams of added sugar. Life, I don't really eat that. And special K, 270 milligrams of sodium, um, four grams of added sugar. A cereals that wouldn't be able to bear a healthy label. Health and Human Services Secretary Xavier Barcera um, explained that getting people to understand that our knowledge of what is healthy has changed since 19, 1994 is kind of the point. Too many people may not know what constitutes healthy food, he stated. FDA's move will help educate more Americans to improve health outcomes, tackle health disparities, and save lives. But don't be surprised if some currently healthy food producers decide to object to the proposed rule change it's currently open for comment until december 28th which is the end of the end of the year all right um i don't know man <laughs> i really don't know how to feel about this but not so sure um not so sure though man and uh speaking of which speaking of which before i go to the mcdonald's adult kids meal edition let's talk red bull for a sec let's talk red bull um yeah let's talk red bull all right <laughs> um okay so the Red Bull BC won Nationals Finals took place 
at Eden Sunset in Hollywood on Saturday night, where two winners walked away with the title. As reported by the Los Angeles Times, B-Boy Ali and B-Girl Sunny will now advance to the World Finals on November 12th in New York City, but they understand there's a big difference between the Olympics, which added break into its program for the 2024 Paris Games and BC1. As Indianapolis B-Girl and Olympics hopeful Pepsi explained in quote, the Olympics is very serious and I get to just wild out here. There are so many rules of what we can't do with the Olympics. I'm doing this for for the fun. Red Bull is interesting. You just have to represent yourself. Your approach has to be yours. You, But you can't come out like you don't know what you're doing. It has to be within the essence of breaking itself. You can't come in here and do like popping. And that's pretty legit. Speaking to... Hip Hop DX in August, Red Bull BC won, won All Stars um, Logistics, um, and Victor Montalvo talked about how important it is to acknowledge all the elements of hip hop culture. Breaking in particular is one element that has a huge moment in pop culture history, but it's important to note it hasn't gone anywhere. Matavo and the 2015 Red Bull BC one world's final finals champion told DX it's actually grown massively with communities all over the world and it's finally getting the full-time exposure and respect it deserves you see more you see more stages com- competitions and plat- platforms popping up globally as well as more brands stepping up into offer us sponsorships and support he continued in quote not only is that good for breakers as individuals but also the community at large yeah i'm proud to continue breaking breaking's um legacy when excuse me while being able to experience this positive shift where we are being recognized for our contribution to hip-hop logistics winner of the 2021 red bull bc one world final and the youngest to ever hold the coveted title offered another perspective as a b-girl end quote i was talking to one of my friends the other day and i was saying how whenever i meet other b-girls or women in hip hop culture, I get one of two energies. The 19 year old said, one of the energies I get is really enthusiastic and friendly, really cooperative and just connected. And then the other energies, energy I get is like this envy or jealousy, almost pettiness because I'm a female in hip hop that has accomplished a certain amount of things. <sighs> it's like we're competing against each other. Like who's gonna be the first women to do this? We're st- we're setting the standard. So it's competitive because there's not a lot of us. Hmm. That is a good that is a good point though. 
that is a good point. Um, so yeah, um, let's see. All right, um, all right. Let me before I before I get into the the McDonald's thing, man. This story really shocked me, man. This story really fucking shocked me, and this is involving liquid meth. Liquid meth. When I heard this from TMZ, um, about maybe maybe like one or two weeks ago, I just had to put this in here. What are these people thinking? Really? Okay, these are not Charlie Brown's great pumpkins. Customs agents uncovered a huge amount of meth tucked inside a bundle of everyone's fave Halloween gourds. Um, U.S. Customs and Border Protection revealed their big find in a statement Wednesday, noting its officers have seen just about everything, and this Tuesday was no exception, saying they discovered more than 402 402k dollars in liquid methamphetamines methamphetamines inside the pumpkins the four winter squashes found at eagle pass port of entry in texas held a total of 44 pounds of the drug which was packed into 136 different condoms what okay wait a minute here why the hell would you put liquid meth in 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 fucking condoms i don't want to stand this is oh my gosh this is the dumbest idea that i ever heard in my life <laughs> this is the dumbest idea that i ever heard of this is i'm not trying Look, I'm I'm not really trying to make light of it, but I am actually though, man, because I'm laughing at the idea that someone out of the blue would actually do this. It's to to be to be honest, this is just ridiculous. And Halloween's around the corner. Why are you putting liquid meth in that shit though, man? You're not gonna give these trick-or-treaters fucking meth. Are you nuts? <laughs> this is the stupidest thing I ever heard, man. Real talk, man. That's real fucking talk. The officers seized the meth and the car that was carrying the pumpkins, and the driver was turned over to Maverick County Sheriff's Office for further investigation. Carved carefully out there, not all jack-o'-lanterns are created equally. Yeah. Yeah, you want to be careful with that too, man. <laughs> oh man, oh my gosh. This is just oh gosh. Oh lord. Wow, 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 wow. Um <laughs> Oh shit. This is this is crazy though, man. But this is crazy. Um. Anyway, not as crazy as <laughs> not as crazy as the three-headed monster tour, which is canceled. 
Okay, let's get into this shit though, man. All right, so this is this is what's happening here, man. Um, just days before the three-headed monster tour was supposed to kick off in Connecticut, the tour has been canceled. Did I read this right? You heard me. The tour has been canceled. And here's the reason behind this. The tour, which was set to feature Jada Kiss, Cameron, and Mace, had announced seven dates for the first leg of the tour, with plans to announce more dates. But seems like fans might not be getting anything. News that the three-headed monster tour is canceled was first shared by Mace on social media with a cryptic message. So Mace took to Instagram last night, October 11th, to share that the tour might not be happening, he shared. It's time to show cowards what fearless looks like. I'm not stopping nothing that I'm doing. So y'all can cancel all the all the tour, all the dates. I would not apologize for what's right. Either either way, I will be performing somewhere. Okay. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but what the hell? Seriously? Seriously, seriously though? This guy makes his fucking petty. He's fucking petty. And there's listen, I don't care who I don't care who wants me to be nice to Mace. Cause let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. He's been he's been doing some petty shit in the in in the midst of things. Especially the petty shit between him and Diddy and all these other people. Like, come on, man. Like, like cut it out with that bullshit. Anyway, he continued later in the post with a message which seemed to be directed straight at diddy also to my number one hater bts make sure you pull up since you're you're trying to stop everything i do bts we know what's going on but it's not gonna stop nothing can't stop won't stop oh brother it seems like diddy and mace ground beef have been public publicly feuding for ye- with with for years but it was reunited last week when diddy took his case to the breakfast club um of course mace replied to diddy's claims for receipts shortly after with a message of his own and back and the back and forth has continued no details have been provided by jada kids or cameron surrounding the tour or neither have provided any updates on their social media. The flyer for the event um, currently is still on their page as well. The news that the three-headed monster tour is canceled was confirmed by Ticketmaster. Um, A visit to their site now only shows a message saying that the event is canceled. So unfortunately for, for the fans out there that was looking forward to watching this because of the petty feud ground beef between diddy and mace it's just it's just fucking ridiculous man so it reads on the Ticketmaster website is that the event is canceled unfortunately the event organizer has had to cancel your event no action is required to obtain a refund it will be processed to the original method of payment used at time 
of purchase once funds are received from the event organizer, which is usually completed within 30 days. If the event organizer is offering a credit option, it will be visible within the event details of your order, which can be found in your Ticketmaster account. Of course, please note if the tickets were um, transferred to you, the refund will go to the fan who originally purchased the tickets from Ticketmaster. Wow. Damn, damn, damn. That that really sucks right there, man. That has to really suck. It looks like it's game over for the the, the tour. All right, man. All I gotta say is they need to bury this fucking hatchet, man. This is ridiculous. This is this is ridiculous, and I say ridiculous in a in a in a, in a crazy, crazy, crazy crystal way because this fucking ground beef you're messing up, you're messing you're messing up um you're messing up camp you're messing up Jada Kiss and Cameron's money. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like seriously, seriously, man, this is so fucking fucked up, man. But anyway, man, look, look, I can't stay on this shit for too long, man. Because the more I stay on this shit, the madder I am going to get. You don't want to make me sound like Angry Dad from The Simpsons or the Raging Demon from Street Fighter, okay? I'm not gonna do this. So anyway, um, <laughs> and, and and of course, biggest sales leaps. <laughs> Let's get into that right there, man. Let's talk about that. Um, okay, so when it comes to working on growth in any area of life, it can help prove that reach and potential are expanding. Music and the fan base that comes with it is an incremental way to calculate a rapper's growth from the pro from project to project leading up to um one big moment one moment All right. <clears throat> All right. Sales of hip hop projects find rappers who start with modest sales becoming chart toppers in just a few months or years. Ongoing growth in the genre over the last five years has shown rap artists with sales spikes from one project to the next, effectively pushing their career to yet another level. Interestingly enough, these sales-based feats aren't restricted to newer rappers. Drake, who broke through in 2009 with his mixtapes, his mixtape So Far Gone, saw a huge jump between his 2017 mixtape promoted playlist More Life and his 2018 album Scorpion. 
more or less sold 505,000 units in its first week of release, while Scorpion released at the apex of Drake's beef with his then adversary Pusha T, did 732,000 units out the gate. All the curiosities spinning around Drake at the time um, surely helped the album's sales. Some of hip-hop sales leaps between between projects feel like they were long overdue. The endlessly talented, currently incarcerated young thug has been building his name up since the early 2010s. Going from a word-of-mouth act to an extremely influential Atlanta artist. None of his solo projects sold particularly well in his early career until he released his long-awaited debut debut album, So Much Fun, in 2019. His last solo work before that was 2017's experimental country-influenced Beautiful Thugger Girls, which debuted with 37,000 units. So Much Fun sold 131,000 units in its first week, bioed by Thug's vastly improved visibility, along with the hit single, The London, featuring his former tour mate, J. Cole and Travis Scott. Yes, that's wow. <laughs> that's pretty interesting, right there, though. Um, let's see. Of course, um, let me see, let me see, let me see. C rapper's biggest sales leaps between projects. Let's see. Of course, as I said, I said Drake. Yeah, yeah, I said Drake already. I said Young Thug. Um, Tyler, the creator, um, um, first week sales, Flower Boy 2017, 106,000 units. Igor 2019, 165,000 units. Um, what the hell? Hold on, folks. Yeah, yeah, this is where I was at. Yes, um, Yes, here it is. So you got artists like Lil Uzi Verse, First Week Sales, Love Is Raised to 2017, 135,000 units, Eternal Attake 2020, 288,000 units. Um, and of course, 21 Savage, First Week Sales, it's a, it's a album, 2017, 70, 77,000 units. I Am, I Was, 2018, 131,000 units. Um, course, Paul O.G., First Week Sales, The GOAT, 2020, 99,000 units. Hall of Fame, 2021, 143,000 units. And of course, Meek Mill, 
Um, first week sales, wins and losses, 2017, 102,000 units. Championships, 2018, 229,000 units. Rod Wave, first week sales, Pray for Love, 2020, 72,000 units. Soulfly, 2021, 130,000 units. Moneybag Yo, first week sales, time served 2020, 66,000 units. Against this pain, 2021, 110,000 units. And of course, Little Dirk, first week sales, The Voice, 2020, 23,000 units. And then 7220, 2022, 120,500 units. Little Baby. First week sales harder than ever. 2018, 71,000 units. My turn, 2020, 197,000 units. And of course, um, and uh, the late Juice World. Uh, first week sales, goodbye and good riddance. 2018, 39,000 units. Death Race for Love, 2019, 160, 165,000 units. Future. First week sales high of high off life 2021 units. I never liked you. Um, twenty two two hundred twenty two thousand um units. Um, Gunner, uh, first week sales Warner twenty twenty one eleven thousand units. DS Forever twenty twenty two one fifty thousand units. And of course, Jack Harlow, first week sales. That's what they all say. Fifty-one thousand units. And come home, the kids miss you. One thirteen thousand units. Okay, there, there it is, right there. All right, so let's get to. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Anything I missed? Oh, let's get to. Let's get to NBA Two K Twenty Twenty Three. Okay, let's get to that right there. Hold on. Hold on a minute here. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, let me see. Oh, man. Here it is. All right, so... Um, <laughs> okay, Apple Arcade saw the NBA 2K franchise launch on the platform back in 2021, and NBA 2K 2022 filed last year, and this is from 9to5mac.com, in case anybody's wondering. Um, now Apple has announced that NBA 2K 23 is set to launch, excuse me, on its gaming service on in october with everything you love about the franchise plus a new a brand new greatest mode um of course you can download the exclusive nba 2k 23 arcade edition from the app store now um of course apple added nba 2k 23 arcade edition to its list of titles coming soon in the arcade tab of the app store with an expected launch date of already happened recent, it happened this week actually. Um, 
Apple, um, yeah, launch date of October 18th. Yeah, it was this week. Um, the hit NBA 2K franchise is bringing an exclusive version of the game for this year's release on Apple Arcade. That includes an all-new greatest mode. Coming soon to Apple Arcade, NBA 2K23 Arcade Edition is the latest title in the world-renowned um, NBA 2K franchise. Exclusively on Apple Arcade, put your skills to the test in the all-new greatest mode. Complete challenges and earn points to see who's really the greatest finisher, shooter, playmaker, or defenseman in the NBA. For the first time, you can go up against the 20 greatest of all time NBA players from the 76th NBA season, like Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and Luka Doncic, and NBA legends such as Michael Jordan, Shaq, and Dirk Nowinski, who recently retired. Um, you can get, you can tap get on the game's Apple Arcade listing here to have it automatically download to as soon as it's available on October 18th, which already passed already. Um, NBA 2K Arcade Edition key features. My career, start your NBA journey from your young rookie to an NBA legend. Create your player and choose physical characteristics like height, wingspan, weight, play style, and more. Choose your position and play on your favorite NBA team. Modify your stats and build, become a three-point specialist or dominate and slam dunk in the paint. Enter your own private my court and practice drills and tutorials to improve your abilities. Dissociation. Become the GM and head coach of your favorite NBA franchise and build your NBA dream team in the association. Manage your NBA roster and make trades, sign free agents, scout up and coming prospects, and control your team's finances. Quick match modes. Test your skill with authentic basketball gameplay. Pick your favorite NBA team and play against rivals from around the NBA in five versus five basketball games, blacktop mode. Select your favorite players and play street ball in one 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 yeah one on one three on three and five on five game modes. Online multiplayer mode. Choose one of the thirty NBA teams and compete head to head with a friend in three versus versus three, which is really three on three, street bas street basketball in blacktop mode against a friend. Online multiplayer games play real-time PvP basketball in online matches. Cross-platform gameplay play your own or against friends via iCloud on your iPhone, iPad, Mac, or Apple TV. And it's compat the compatibility with X Xbox or P PS DualShock controllers. Um, for, for, for all you Apple users out there, man, you know, go check out NBA 2K edition, the arcade edition, actually. Go check that out. I'm pretty sure you're going to have fun with this. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have fun with this, man. I'm going to make some noise for this shit right here, man. First time 
a game is on an iPhone by Apple. Up next, we got to get into, we got to get into Nike. We got to get into Nike. <laughs> okay. So, AMX is a revolutionary footwear cushioning created by sports athletics brand Nike. The idea of encapsulating air into a cushion was first thought up by Marion Franklin Rudy an aerospace engineer. He presented his idea to Nike founder Phil Knight in 1997, no, excuse me, 1977, excuse me, who was very intrigued by the idea after testing a prototype running shoe. Air cushioning was used in Nike running footwear as far as, as far, as far back as 1978. With the air tailwind running shoe however the air was not visible as it was embedded into the sole amx didn't come into the picture until 1987 footwear designer tinker hatfield introduced <laughs> introduced the idea of making making the air cushioning um visible to the eye doing so on the amx one running shoe at the time, running, running footwear was extremely plain, so he chose to do something completely different to align with the changing times of pop culture. So the Air Max 1, um, the first sneaker with visible air, debuted in 1987. Since then, a long history of Air Max running shoes have released, each named after the year it was released. Air Maxes are considered to be extremely important to sneaker culture as many collectors search for far and wide for limited editions and collaborations with Para, Sean Waterspoon, and Atmos. Air Max is certainly not specifically for running shoes. Visible air was used, was used across all sports models such as basketball, training, and much more. Any sneaker with a visible air bubble is considered Air Max. However, it is more appropriate, appropriately used to refer to running sneakers. The most popular Air Max sneakers are the Air Max 1, the Air Max 90, the Air Max 95, and the Air Max 97. Nike continues to make newer models such as the Air max 270 and air max 2090 wow <laughs> amx as a cushion has been mostly phased out of running footwear but it is still in use in basketball and training nike has plans to continue producing new amx models for lifestyle casual wear while the older models will continue to be the focus of special editions, collaborations, reissues, and more. Um, of course, you can actually, and actually, there's some pictures that I'm looking at right here. 
and this is from sneaking news this is um nike somos familiar collection for hispanic heritage month including the air max one and um there's metallic laser blue dons the nike air max 90. there's this nike air max tw mixes midnight navy with a bit of lemon twist <laughs> titular orange accents further explore the nike air max plus threes of spirograph pattern and we have a sash a sas hiko styling appearing appears on the nike air max 97. Uh, stealthy black Aunt Rasit looks takes over the Nike Air Max TW. Um, autumn brown tones graced the Nike Air Max 90 featuring snakeskin textiles. Oh boy, black and crimson color in the Nike Max 95 multi swoosh. Then you have the premium elements litter, the Nike Air Max Plus beige. You can look at these pictures on the website, sneakernews.com, where you can see the Air Maxes, the Jordans, and, 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 and stuff. So there you have it right there, man. There you have it. Um, okay, up next... Up next, let's get to let's get to Dreamland. <laughs> I didn't even know Coca Cola had a fucking flavor called Dreamland, which is really it's really weird. But let's get into it right here, man. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is funny. <laughs> This is funny right here, man. Um, so this is from cnet.com. Um, so dreams may not be the first thing on your mind when you indulge in a refreshing soda, but Coca-Cola has created a new Coke called Dream World anyway. It's hoping fans will want to experience the taste of dreams, similar to how the soft drink company's Coke Bite tried to replicate the taste of Pixels and Coke Starlight sought to remind drinkers of space. Of course, ready to give it a try? Coke Dream World's ineffectable flavor can now be bought in stores. Coke launched Coca-Cola Creations in February as a platform for a series of limited edition flavors featuring unique innovations and expect unexpected collaborations. Coca-Cola said that Coke Dream World bottles up the technicolor tastes, taste and surrealism of the subconscious. Dream World will be the fourth and last Coca-Cola Creations flavor released in 2022. As with the other Coca-Cola creation, Creations flavor, I decided to try this new version of Coke to see what dreams taste like. Learn all about Coke Dream World, including how it tastes, and when you when you can, try it for yourself. For more, see what Coca-Cola's marshmallow Coke tastes like. 
Wait, marshmallow? <laughs> Damn. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Coca-Cola marshmallow. <laughs> this is laughable, folks. I'm not kidding. This is fucking laughable. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my gosh, man. <laughs> oh, man. What does Coca-Cola Dream World taste like? Coca-Cola said its new Dream World Coke tastes like dreams. So I put it to, to, to the test. I received a small um, aqua-colored can, which immediately made me think of cotton candy. Don't worry. That's not what this Coke tastes like. Arrived warm, so I poured it over ice. The soda is the same color as a regular Coke. It had a fruity candy smell like Skittles mixed with Coca-Cola, but it definitely didn't taste the same way. I immediately got a citrus flavor from this soda, but I thought the overall flavor was similar to marshmallows <laughs> limited edition Coke. <laughs> oh man. Oh my gosh, man! Um, <laughs> as the, as with the previous Coca-Cola releases, I could taste the uh, the aspartame because I received the zero sugar version of Dream World. I'm curious to know how the regular version tastes and if the fruity, citrusy flavor is more noticeable. So far, Coke Bite is still my favorite from. The Coca-Cola Creations line. Um, so Dream World, as of course, actually it found it it premiered on Monday, October 15th. You should be able to find Coca-Cola Dream World in the US. There will be both regular and zero sugar options available and will be sold by the bottle like Coca-Cola Starlight, as well as in cans. You should be able to find Coke. Dream World in grocery stores and gas stations near you. With Starlight, I was able to find an end cap that hosted multiple bottles of the Coke flavor. If you don't immediately see it, find out when the store gets new inventory or ask an employee when the new Coke will arrive. Coca-Cola didn't say how long the, this new flavor would be available. Um... Take it further with the Coca-Cola Dream World AR music experience. In collaboration with Electronic Dance Music Festival brand Tomorrowland, <laughs> you can experience um, augmented reality um, music. To try it out, scan the QR code on your, on your can or bottle to be taken to the digital hub. Once you are there, you'll be transported into a full 3d virtual ar music experience where you'll see an avatar dj spinning tracks the qr code also unlocks games and other easter eggs coca-cola is also partnered with dress x a digital fashion store to create the dream world inspired outfits for fans to download and wear in the metaverse wow that's pretty that sounds pretty dope, though, actually. 
let's make some noise, man. This is pretty dope, though, man, and pretty interesting. So, yeah. Okay, now we can go to, now we can go to, um, wait a second, now we can go to the adult new Happy Meal by McDonald's, how about that, whew, let's see, man, um, hold on, all right, so let's get into it, though, let's get into it, so, um, this is from the same website as last time, CNET. You pulled up to McDonald's as a full-on adult. You absolutely do not need a toy with your meal, right? Joking. Of course you do. The fast food chain is now selling box meals geared toward grown-ups, and each one has a cool, odd-looking figurine inside. The, the meal has an odd name. The cactus plant flea. <laughs> the cactus plant flea market. <laughs> oh man, the cactus plant flea market box. <laughs> That's based on the fashion brand collaborating with McDonald's on the promotion. <laughs> According to McDonald's, the box is inspired by the memory of enjoying a meal, a happy meal as a kid. Uh, the outside of the box is multicolored and features the chain, the chains featured, no, the chain's familiar golden arches. Um, the cactus plant flea market box will be available in the drive-thru in restaurant by delivery or on the McDonald's app while supplies last. You can choose between a Big Mac or 10-piece chicken McNuggets. It'll also come with fries and a drink. The boxes will have will pack in one of four figurines. Three of the four appear to be artsy takes on classic McDonald's characters, Grimace, Hamburglar, <laughs> and Birdie to eat the early bird. While the fourth is a little yellow person called Cactus Buddy. <laughs> Oh shit. Sporting a McDonald's shirt. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. When I when I fought over 10 bucks for my own box meal on Monday, the toy was the best part. I like that the prize came in packaging. I couldn't see through prolonging the surprise. I ripped it open to find the happy the happy yellow guy, which seems like something on something my own trend. College age brother would display in his dorm room. So I'm selling it um for him. Pricing. Um yes, pricing uh is set by individual restaurants and may vary according to uh McDonald's. When I attempted to order through the app from a McDonald's near 
me in Charlotte, North Carolina. It costs slightly more to get the burger box over the Nuggets box, but both could be purchased for a little less than ten dollars. Wow. So for this price, the, the item came with a medium fries and drink. Wow. Purchasing the same edible contents and drink through the app from the location near me without all the razzle dazzle <laughs> um, costs $7.49. I basically um, paid $2.20 for the little toy and the nostalgia. You can decide if that's worth it to you. In other, um, in other Mickey D's news, Halloween buckets could could be returning to the chain this fall. Of course, you want to, so you leave some room in your stomach for a return trip. Um, ah, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, uh, let's see. Um. Let's see. Uh, um, hold on a minute here. <laughs> oh man, listen, listen. <laughs> I can't believe this shit, though, man. I really can't believe this shit, though. Um, let's see. So, it had been years since Benny Palmieri visited McDonald's, but one day this month he bought four meals there. The motivation was not a special sauce burger or crispy fries, but a series of collectible figurines that were tucked inside the so-called adult Happy Meals that he purchased. Um, end quote. I was in, I was in it for the toys entirely," said Mr. Palmieri, age thirty-eight, a branding specialist in Arlington, um, Virginia. Um, who all who said he spent forty six dollars on the quartet of meals? The price caught him off guard. Burgers have certainly gotten pricier since his childhood. Damn, damn. <laughs> to keep his waistline in check, Mr. Palmieri tries to stay away from fast food. So after scarfing down a few McNuggets. He gave most of the meal away to his co-workers, the toys. However, they not only come home with him, but he boasted about them on Instagram. These nugget-sized trinkets are the main draw of the fast food chain's current collaboration with Cactus Plant Flea Market. <laughs> oh, man. A, miss, a minus skull, um, American apparel brand, run by Cynthia Liu, an assistant and stylist to Pharrell Williams. Miss Liu did not respond to an interview request for this article. McDonald's declined to disclose the financial terms of the, of the partnership. Accompanying an order of a Big Mac or 10-piece McNugget meal, these slightly warped figurines 
the pick Grimace and the Hamburglar, Birdie and a uniform-wearing Cactus Buddy, each with two sets of eyes and squiggly smiles, common motifs of Miss Lou's brand. These meals can be pricier than a normal combo meal. Um, though the company said prices depend on the location of the restaurant. At my local at my local McDonald's in Brooklyn, a large 10-piece McNugget Cactus Plant flea market meal with a toy is $17.99. While a standard 10-piece large McNugget meal is $14.09. The limited figurines have sparked a frenzy. Some franchises are entirely sold out of the meals, and buyers are flipping their toys for more than $20 a pop on resale sites like StockX. While the franchise wouldn't disclose sales, Figurines, it said that the meals were selling faster than anticipated. Uh, for many adult eaters, the toys spark cozy childhood memories. These characters are what I grew up with, said Mr. Palmieri, who is also a longtime fan of Miss Lou's energetic streetwear label. The Cactus Plant Flea Market Partnership follows other McDonald's menus, tie-ups, um, with celebrities including Travis Scott, BTS, Sweetie, and Jay Balvin, as well as the TV show Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Um, while while these partnerships have often included merchandise such as T-shirts, they have not included Happy Meal esque figurines until now. The CPFM um meals goes further with a redesigned box toys a nationwide ad campaign and an extensive apparel line sold online at a dedicated website featuring 150 dollars 150 hoodies and $130 sweatpants carrying the brand's signature oversized fonts puffy prints and zany slogans like I came I saw I dipped McNuggets. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh man. Oh my gosh. For the venture, McDonald's said it relinquished creative control to Miss Lou and her team. You've got to get comfortable with turning over the pen, said Tariq Hassan, the fast food giant chef marketing and customer experience officer, but it's who McDonald's turned the pen over to that's surprising. CPFM is far from a mainstream entity like Travis Scott or BTS. It's not carried by it's not carried at Nordstrom, let alone Walmart or Amazon. It drops its boxy hoodie, um, boxy hoodies and ties, tie online in tiny 
quantities, which fans snatch up and occasionally flip for profit. Um, um, celebrities like Kid Cudi, Little Uzi Vert, and Timothy Chalamet have all worn the brand's hippie luxe um, clothes. CPFM has also collaborated with Nike and Marc Jacobs. Um, the niche nature of CPFM is a plus. The streetwear upstart is plainly not a brand that your dad would know. And explaining why McDonald's partnered with this culty brand and not say uh, a behemoth <laughs> like Crocs, Mr. Hassan said <laughs> it was like it was less about um, looking for scale, big, small, than for cultural relevant relevance by cozying up to the to a streetwear brand favored by rappers and the gen z shoppers who want to dress like them mcdonald's is trying to see it's trying to seem like it has a finger on the pulse wow yeah um Yeah, social media has been a key driver for adult happy meal mania. TikTok videos of people, of people showing off their four-eyed Big Mac companions have been viewed hundreds of thousands of times. Online online word of mouth has driven collectors to the golden arches. People were talking about it all over Twitter, said Lars uh, Broussard, age 25, a content creator of supervisors, supervisor at starbucks in los angeles i think everyone wants to be involved he purchased two figurines which now sit on his tv stand tv stand at home he even kept the box perching it on his nightstand in this contemporary age where adults horse skateboards and cartoony sneakers even a plastic happy meal toy can be seen as a coveted um object um dark said mr Bassard. now that we're older our way of playing with toys is just by collecting them um salvatore um rosenblatt age 25 who runs a marketing company in jupiter florida and purchased one of the plastic toys and said have more of an art toy style like more of a car style likening these cheap plastic doodads to pricey figurines made by the blue chip new york artist which can sell four or five figure figures um the adult happy meal hype has stretched some mcdonald's employees thin on reddit and across social media commenters identifying as workers have shared stories about Hordes of customers ordering multiple meals during the dinner rush to amass all four of the toys. When asked about these employees' um, experiences, Mr. Hassan said it was something we keep our ears to the wall on and ensure that we're um, there to support our crew. Um, Employees may be happy to know that the collaboration ends when toy suppliers are exhausted. As for the for future adult Happy Meals, the company said it would assess the the consistency. In the short term, it's clearly heavily courting nostalgia to draw diners 
um, and Sharp is back in. Earlier this month, the chain announced that it was reintroducing the Jack-O-Lantern face from the 1980s. Okay. Um, all right. Speaking of speaking of um making people hungry and stuff. Um I want to get to the Eminem story because um they haven't they haven't well I want to get to the Eminem story actually. So this is um the Eminem story um is it's according to foodfanatic.com. Um, so Mars Incorporated shares that purple was designed to represent acceptance and inclusivity. We're here for it. In 2002, Eminem ran a promotion asking its fans to vote on a new color. Purple won that contest. But the brightly uncolored candy was only found temporarily. Um, a full 20 years later, and fans are finally getting what they asked for. Well, sort of. It turns out Eminem has big plans for Purple and her new role. The first new Eminem character in over a decade will not be found in mixed packs of peanut Eminem's, but rather will be as a spokes candy for now. That's Ed. True Eminem fans can grab one of the limited edition BU gift bars filled with entire entirely with purple Eminem's. The jars are meant to celebrate purple's arrival. Um, um, who is Eminem's new character, Purple? Purple is joining brown and green uh, Eminem's as the third female in the iconic candy crew and notably becomes the first female peanut Eminem in the beloved lineup. Of course, purple is unique, is in another very special way meant to represent inclusion, acceptance, and diversity. How seriously cool is that? Purple even debuted with her own catchy theme song, I'm Just Gonna Be Me, voiced by Amber Ruffin. Wow. It is available to stream on all major music platforms. Amber Ruffin, who is the talk show host. Um, Mars Incorporated is donating one dollar up to five hundred thousand dollars for every stream to the nonprofit Sing for Hope, an incredible organization committed to harnessing the power of the performing arts to change the world. Okay, backlash over purple Eminem's character. As you as you can imagine, when Eminem's introduced purple and our messages of inclusivity, um, there was inevitably immediate backlash from bitter internet trolls snidely referring to the character as woke. Guess what, haters? Damn right we're woke. If only more people could wake up and see how truly beautiful all humans are, the world would be a better place. In the meantime, we will keep pushing love and acceptance. Besides, we are really getting worked up about the gender or sexual orientation of an Eminem's um, character. <laughs> um, recipes um, to enjoy with purple Eminem's. 
as excited as we are for the arrival of Purple and the upcoming release of the highly anticipated Espresso M&M's, we also love baking with M&M's. Our M&M's brownies recipe features a creamy chocolate buttercream frosting on top of on top that you are going to want to slather on everything. This recipe for our beloved M&M's monster cookies is always a hit, as is our truly unique monster cookie dough dip. Love it with graham crackers. Okay, least we should break from the pattern. This monster cookie bars recipe is loaded with M&M's and would be delicious made with peanut purple M&M's. <clears throat> yeah. This is pretty dope, man. This is pretty dope, man. And give it up for Amber Ruffin. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do like a separate story a separate um story involving Amber Ruffin, but not not in this episode right here, but um but congratulations to her for for getting the role as purple as a purple Eminem to represent um, inclusive inclusivity and and everything else. So let's make some noise, man, for Amber Ruffin. So here it is. So speaking of speaking of um snacks, um speaking of snacks actually, um before I even get to my new segment right here, let's let's go over the highlights of Comic Con. Let's go over the highlights of Comic Con for a sec. Um About 200,000 costume fans converged at New York's Javits Center from October um, 6th to the 9th for the Ultimate Pop Culture um, Pilgrimage New York Comic Con 2022. While booths were stocked with familiar plush toys and posters, several traditional collectibles brands also incorporated Web3 elements into their fandom, showcasing how blockchain technology is being welcomed by mainstream collectors. Many convention attendees look forward to exclusive roundtable discs featuring the creators of the their favorite film and TV shows. Among those was a new show called um, Crapopolis. <laughs> Crapopolis, oh my gosh, man. Holy. <laughs> oh man which hails itself as um oh my gosh man <laughs> held itself um as the first animated series on the blockchain created by dan Harmon. The mind behind Rick and Morty. The new cartoon will air on Fox TV in 2023. So keep an eye for um, details of the date. 
premiere. The show is selling non-fungible tokens, uh, dubbed crap chickens. <laughs> oh man, which offer gate get it access to real world events of virtual viewing room for behind the scenes and voting rights on the elements inside the show. Um, uh, inside the show, hold on. In the first episode, Sneak Peek, which premiered at Comic-Con, Crap Chicken holders voted on which sailor in the show, <laughs> in the show gets slapped by Kraken. NFT holders at Comic-Con also received front row seats to Harmon's panel, as well as the ability to cut the line for his autograph. So far, 3,000 of the 10,420 crap chickens <laughs> have already been sold. Matt um, Billfield, Craptopolis project lead at Blockchain Creative Labs, said the number was set at um 10,420 chickens because that's long that's how long it could roughly take a chicken to run a, a marathon <laughs> oh man <laughs> oh man at the eBay booth, a forgotten superhero was brought back to life and turned into an NFT collection. Slam Girl <laughs> was created in 2001 by comic legend Stan Lee, late great Stan Lee, and art director Will um, um, Numiat as a reimagination re of the Peter Parker-style Spider-Man series. The franchise was considered a lost treasure when then... Stanley Media and internet-based production and marketing company founded by Lee fell victim to the bursting of the dot-com bubble and became defunct. When I discovered Slam Girl, I, I, I felt like Indiana Jones finding the lost ark, <laughs> says Sarah Rhodes, the creator of Slam Girl and former executive vice president of Marvel Publishing. Who would have thought that there there were still Stanley superheroes that nobody had seen. Um, Rhodes, now the director of Stanley Holdings, said the company's properties were dormant until his collective friend purchased all the assets and asked him to create them. Rhodes then sought out with Will Will Mutiniat, the one-time Marvel animator who co-created superhero character with Lee. The Genesis Slam Girl collection released at Comic-Con features a variety of scenes of her fighting her four nemesis. It is, it is available on eBay in collaboration with NFT platform One Of. And um, the fans that actually own the collection will be the community that gets to vote on the future storylines, said Lynn Dye, CEO and founder of One Of. Both da, both Day and um and Mugniot revealed to CoinDesk that the future secret power to Slam Girl is mind melt melding. He teased 
that the second and third collections of Slang Girl NFTs will enable the holders to see their unique NFTs as the Slam Girl characters inside the show. This is based on my experience as a fat kid who loves comic books, said Nubniat. I would die to have a fat kid who is a real superhero. And the new technology will enable you to have an NFT just like you uh, You will enable to have merchandise that just like you. Wow. And... One of the largest exhibitors at Comic-Con was Vivi, a marketplace for licensed digital collectibles and a partner of Marvel. Vivi's communications manager, um, uh, Reese Scalarn, um, showed Coindesk Marvel's first ever comic book from 1939, which was sold for over $2.4 million in March. Using Vivi, the rare comic comic collectible, can now be viewed in augmented reality. It's one of the most expensive physical comics in the world. You can't even touch it, right? You can't take it out of its container. We're giving you access to intellectual property that is out of reach for people in the physical world, he said. Um, Boy, Marvel has been licensing its intellectual property to Vivi since June 2021 as a way to break into web 3 prior to the partnership vv launched its plans to be the first carbon neutral nft platform operating on immutable x skill learn says sustainability is one of the reasons behind marvel and disney's step into digital collectibles nfts are much cleaner than manufacturing physical products he said Funko takes tradition collectibles into Web3. Wow. And um, yes, uh, the right ended with a Halloween theme party hosted by Funko, which recently released DC Comics linked to NFTs. Attendees purchased a special 200 ticket and were able to take home a goodie bag full of Halloween themed Funko Pops, a poster, and an NFT ready to be claimed. The crowd ranged from Funko lovers to resellers who aimed to sell these items on the secondary market. One attendee said he immediately made $1,100 by, post, by posting his goods on, onto a Facebook group. Wow. According to Day, this year's Comic-Con continue to show similarities between traditional collectors and crypto natives if i could have one wish we no longer call these nfts just digital collectibles he said i think that message could resonate really well with comic fans who are already rebid community forming groups Ooh, okay that sounds pretty that sounds pretty dope and nice <laughs> okay. All right. So All right. So let's get into Hold on a minute. All right. Let's get into this new thing, this new segment that recently um premiered. It is called It's called Munchies and Drinks. And, okay. 
munchies and drinks. So <laughs> you're probably wondering why I named that, but I'll get to that in a second. So, so let's get to it though, man. Hold on. Hold on a second here. All right, so this is a segment pertaining to the eat and drink stories that I'm going to actually, you know, mention to you folks out there that's actually listening out there that's in the New York area and some other places whatsoever. So, so, so starting with Whiskey Fest, according to Whiskey Fest, man, attention all you alcoholics out there, you're looking for something, you're looking for, um, a place to actually go to actually and this is whiskey fest um which is returning to new york city this november here's what's going on here with that one right there the leading whiskey festival in north america whiskey fest returns to new york on november 3rd at the new york marriott uh, marquee whiskey fest is presented by whiskey advocate magazine and offers attendees the opportunity to taste hundreds of whiskeys from around the world including single malt and blended scotch irish bourbon rye tennessee <laughs> japanese canadian french australian indian and craft distilled whiskeys all assembled in one grand ballroom high-end rum cognac and other spirits will be available at the um, festival as well the festival also visits san francisco chicago and las vegas the whiskey advocate editorial team provides guests to meet an array of distinguished distillers mass blenders and other whiskey experts these experts that will be in attendance will provide tasting from their whiskey select selections as well as education on their brand and whiskey making process um all right at whiskey fest distillery representatives will be on hand at their pouring booths as well as running educational seminars explaining how their whiskeys are made featuring their own tastings throughout the evening attendees will have the chance to um to learn firsthand from these experts on how their brands are made as well as attend a free seminar at whiskey fest by master distillers and brand ambassadors general admissions tickets are currently available online for 295 dollars damn damn wow 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 VIP tickets are available online for $375. All tickets include a commemorative um, Glen, Glen Karn crystal nosing glass program booklet gift bag admissions to all seminars on a first come basis, a gourmet buffet throughout the evening, and of course, hundreds of whiskeys to sample. The New York Marriott Marquis is located at 1535 Broadway. Whiskey Fest has arranged a room block at the New York Marriott Marquis at a special rate, 
starting at $399 per night. Wow. So single or double occupancy. So if you so um so um the this rate is is good through um October 11th which already passed um or until the block sells out. So to book your reservations online please visit the website at book.passkey.com. That's book dot passkey.com all right so there you have it right there and other um eat and drink news um we got a new chick-fil-a location yes a new chick-fil-a location will be opening its doors in midtown manhattan next week located at 461 park avenue south yeah park avenue south um Chick-fil-A um, 31st and Park Avenue will be the 12th Chick-fil-A restaurant operating in Manhattan. New Jersey native Josh Bowles was selected as the independent franchise owner operator of Chick-fil-A uh, 31st and Park Avenue. Having had the privilege of being an operator at two other Chick-fil-A restaurants. The thing that I love the most about being in this position is the ability to watch our team members grow and really push themselves to succeed, said Bows. I've seen firsthand the positive impact that Chick-fil-A has on people's lives, and I look forward to continuing that tradition. It's my goal to serve the most Craveable food provide a first class atmosphere and create a remarkable experience for all. Like the other NYC locations, this new Chick fil A store will serve the restaurant's full menu made with high quality ingredients, including the original Chick fil A chicken sandwich. This restaurant will be participating in the chick-fil-a shared table program an initiative that redirects surplus food from the restaurant to local soup kitchens shelters food banks and nonprofits in need when there is surplus food chick-fil-a um 31st and park avenue will donate it to a local community partner to celebrate the opening of this new store chick-fil-a incorporated no yeah, Incorporated, will donate $25,000 to Feeding America on behalf of the new restaurant. Chick-fil-A, 31st and Park Avenue will also be recognizing 100 local heroes making an impact in the New York City area by providing them with free Chick-fil-A meals for a year. Chick-fil-A, located at 31st and Park Avenue, will be open for dine-in and carry-out from 7.30 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday, Chick-fil-A, 31st and Park Avenue, customers can choose from the restaurant's limited menu to place an order for pickup or delivery on the Chick-fil-A app or online. Yes, you, yes. There's a phone app for Chick Fil A, folks. So you could, um, you could download it onto your iPhones and Android phones and tablets. Um, yes, 
And of course, you can visit the website, which is chickfilacom slash delivery to view delivery options in your area. So there you have it right there. There you have it. Um, what else? What else? Um, let me make sure I covered it. I think I covered everything, man. <laughs> I think I covered everything. Oh, wait, NYC recreates resting hubs for food delivery workers in the five boroughs. Let me cover that real quick. I'm sorry. Let me cover that real quick. Um, hold on a minute here. What is going on here? Yes, um... Yes, NYC has um I forgot to cover that too. Hold on. Let me cover that real quick. Real quick. Let's cover that real quick. Um okay, NYC creates resting hubs for food delivery workers in the five boroughs. Let me just cover that real quick. Um Yes, here it is. Here we are. Um, okay, so NYC creating resting hubs for food deliveries workers across the five boroughs. Here we go. New York City is creating a first of its kind network of rest hubs designed to give the more than 65,000 food delivery workers across the five boroughs places to recharge during their shifts. Mayor Eric Adams was joined by Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer Monday in announcing the unique program that will utilize available vacant or abandoned infrastructure to provide a place for delivery workers to rest. Charge device devices, including electrical bikes, and seek shelter from the elements. Call the, 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 the deliveristas, the deliverista hubs in honor of delivery workers the creation of this network is being funded through a one million dollar um investment in federal funds that schumer secured in a senate uh, appropriations bill with one million dollars in federal funding i have secured the deliveristas we are creating these innovative street hubs and a um renovated worker center says schumer during the announcement on october 3rd alongside millions for better bike infrastructure in the bipartisan infrastructure and job law we are proudly on our way to meeting that promise for better and safer biking infrastructure i'll continue working closely with mayor adams and lost deliveristas you need those to deliver better infrastructure for the thousands of app-based delivery workers serving our city. The Street De Deliveristas Hub pilot program will be initially located and designed in high traffic areas and will allow delivery drivers to provide feedback on the hub experience. Deliveristas are out there doing the hard work day in and day out. And are essential to New Yorkers' way of life and to our city's economy, and essential workers deserve essential services, said Mayor Adams. While most people have a break room to rest while at work, 
app-based food delivery workers do not. I'm proud to partner with Majority Leader Schumer to create the first in the nation street deliveristas hubs that will eventually help serve more than 65,000 deliveristas in New York City by investing in existing underused spaces like vacant newsstands. This program will ensure our spaces, public spaces, serve all and get stuff done for some of our hardest working New Yorkers. If the program goes well and functions as indeed intended, excuse me, Mayor Adams noted, could be some possibility that a more permanent fund will be added. If if this is something, um, if this is something that we want to include in the budget next year to keep expanding, we're going to do so. Said the mayor. The mayor said, "We're going to see the usage, how popular it is, how much people enjoy it, and will we will evolve as needed." Legia, um. Um, Lugia Guapa, executive director of Workers Justice Project Lost Deliveristas Unidos, commended the new partnership and investment in delivery drivers from Senator Schumer and Mayor Adams. Um, On behalf of the Workers Justice Project and Lost Deliveristas Unidos, I applaud U.S. Senator Chuck Schumer and New York City Mayor Eric Adams for their commitment to invest and build the nation's first deliveristas hubs, said Guapa. Um, we are proud to be partners in de- developing the, the concept of street deliveristas hubs and to be transforming app delivery jobs into a profession that deserves a living wage, safe working conditions, and new deliveristas infrastructure. So there it is, man. That's that's going to do it for all these trending topics right here and chanting all the jazz right here. That's going to do it for that's going to do it for this episode right here. Um and um I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Of course there's been some laughs and stuff involved. Um so yeah. So yeah, we did talk about <laughs> anyway, um Anyway, we did talk about some stuff today involving Coca-Cola. Yeah, Coca-Cola got a new flavor called Dreamland, which is the name of the episode, by the way. <laughs> um, so all right, so you are more than welcome to actually uh, make a charitable donation to my cash out to support this show right here, which is reaching its 200 episode right here, um, coming up real soon. Um, which is um, which is dollar sign G Money Stacks five fifty five. Um, that's dollar sign capital G lowercase M O N E Y capital S lowercase T A C K Z five fifty five. Once again, it's not about breaking the bank; it's all about doing the best you can on on whatever amount of money you are comfortable with will be appreciated. And lastly, but not least, will be. Stream choices on the go. Here we go. So let's let's go, man. Let's do this. <laughs> and y'all know what to do. You like what you heard? Why don't you go ahead and show some love by following Off the Meat Rack Chains New York Podcast on Instagram. 
alongside with my other two shows, which is uh, Excellent Fun Vibrant Talks podcast, the sports edition show, and of course, my review show, Meticulous Vibe Juice podcast, um, as well. And myself included on the primary handle, which is G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. So be sure to follow that as well. So there you have it right there. Um, make sure you turn on your notifications so you don't miss a beat on which episodes is going to be dropping. And this episode right here is going to be dropping tomorrow. So, you know what I mean? It's going to be dropping tomorrow. I got y'all with that. And, um, and by the way, a little quick note right here, man. Episode 197 will be recorded on Tuesday. Um, I had to shuffle around these episodes whatsoever. I'm going to try to see if I can actually do um, what I can to actually um, feature the uh, feature the um, the other um, the other episodes, which is 198, which is going to be on Wednesday, 199 on Thursday, as well as the 200 episode. I'm going to try my best to actually get all my um, gadgets charged up to 100%. So, um, so just stay tuned for that one right there. So, um, you want to know where you can actually find out where you can listen and follow the episodes and stuff. You can go to the link in bar where it says link tree slash G money stacks, five fifty five on there. Um, and it's going to have a whole list of all your streaming platforms, including YouTube. I want you to follow and subscribe and stuff. And you can leave a voice message, by the way, if you have any um, thoughts on what you heard on the topics. And, of course, the uh, and of course, um, any questions, any um, topic ideas, whatever it may be, though, man, you know what I'm saying? Um, also, um, also, um, like I said before, if you miss any previous episodes whatsoever or any streaming platforms whatsoever, everything is all uploaded and there so don't worry about anything everything's going to be uploaded and posted to every streaming platform including youtube so starting with anchor by the way and anchor is the first thing um you can listen to which is which is also in the link and bar as well alongside with audacity audible audio burst Amazon Music, Breaker, Cashbox FM, Deezer, Listen Notes, Moon FM Podcast, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podbay, Podfriend, Podopolo, Podorama, Podcast Index, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, Podverse, Reason FM, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and you can also listen to Off the Meat Rat Chains New York Podcast episodes on Radio Public alongside with um, alongside with iHeartRadio, the number one app for music, radio, and podcasts. And please be sure to follow my other two shows that's also on there on the iHeartRadio um, platform right there, which is Excellent Fun Vibrant Talks Podcast, the sports edition show. And, and of course, my review show, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast. So be sure to Make sure you follow that. Make sure you subscribe to those YouTube channels of those two I just mentioned. Make sure you subscribe to um, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast on YouTube and Excellent Fun Vibrant Talks Podcast on 
YouTube as well. And of course, by the way, by the way, um, by the way, um, you can also you can also grab the subscribe button on the YouTube channel page of G Money Stacks 555. Click on the Noni Noni bell so you can be reminded when the show goes in the air via live stream. Leave a like and a comment along with the episodes and um, more video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes. Be sure to listen, stream, and watch these episodes and also download these episodes. Very important. And, um, and be sure to actually tell a friend to another friend and spread the word and also share the podcast along with the link that says linktree slash um G Money Stacks 555 with your wives, your husbands, your boyfriends, your girlfriends, your friends, and the people that you are um that you cool with from work. And of course, um and of course be and of course make sure you um make sure you actually um you know, comment and stuff, you know, express yourself on how you feel about the topics that was discussed today and stuff like that. And of course, like I said before, um, episode 200 is coming. And, and for you, for you, um, listeners out there and viewers on YouTube out there, um, you can leave a voice message for me um with a congratulations and all the other stuff and however i am going to try to see if i could do um maybe like a q a or whatever but probably not in episode 200 but probably in a future 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 episode i'm not sure to be exact but um but you can stick around for that one right there and yes that's gonna do it for me i'm g money stacks thank you very much for listening and hanging out with me on the 196th episode of this new york podcast right here and be sure to actually um tune in next time for the next episode and be sure to actually um be sure to actually um um remember that the grind doesn't stop um hard work pays off you want something you have to earn it you you know what i'm saying everything's not going to be given to you on a fucking silver platter you know what i'm saying so they so just want to put it out there right there and of course um make sure you follow your dreams and whatever career for you're doing and find something that makes you happy mentally physically and spiritually and um most importantly um new york wasn't built in a day and um and of course, and of course, um, be sure to be on your P's and Q's, creatively speaking, on your craft, whatever career for you're trying to do, whether it's radio personality, whether it's podcasting, like I'm doing with three shows underneath my belt, and all the other great stuff right there. Um, I haven't had time to actually be on podcast free game mechanisms because i had so much topics to actually you know get to and stuff so you know i got y'all in a future episode um if y'all want some advice on 
the type of equipments that you need to start a podcast or whatever and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Um, just to just to you know get yourself going out there. You feel what I'm saying? So, um, so yeah. And also, plus a major plus is to you know have also be able to find something that clicks to you with a spark that gets you into your zone alongside with that tunnel vision. Remember that. I'm up out of here. Thank you very much. I'm off this shit. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 196, man. Appreciate every single one of you out there that's been listening and and being on this journey with me to the 200 episode that's coming up, man. I'm very excited about this. I'm excited to have some guest co-hosts with me on the 200 episode. So stick around for that one right there. And I hope y'all enjoy the rest of your weekend. And of course, the and of course, the beginning of the week. Peace and one love. And enjoy yourselves and have yourselves a good night, folks. God, hold on. Listen, folks, if you like what you heard, I need your help on a couple things. If you like to support Off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast, you can show some love by following the show on Facebook and Instagram with the same name at Off the Meat Rat Chains NY Podcast. O F F T H E M E A T R A C K C H A I N Z. N-Y-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Alongside with my primary Instagram handle, GMoneyStacks555 in Queens, New York. And go to the YouTube channel, GMoneyStacks555. Be sure to click the subscribe button. 
grab the notification bell so you can be reminded on when the show goes in the air live via live stream. More video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes that will automatically be posted after the recordings. Like, comment on the episodes with the topics, share the videos, download your favorite episodes, rate, spread the word to a friend, to other individuals. Please be sure to share the podcast with audio streaming choices to your friends. The audio streaming services includes Anchor, Audio Burst, Breaker, Deezer, Listen Notes, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podbay, Podfriend, Podcast Addict, Podorama, Podchaser, Reason FM, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. I'm G Money Stacks, and thank you, listeners and watchers, for tuning into the podcast. One love.